0: Welcome to the Post Tunnel Podcast, your source for local union news, everything from your rights as an employee to changes here in the local 421. I'm your host, Stephen Tipton.
1: And Andrew Brett.
0: So our goal here is to bring more communication to you as the employee and the member. Every episode, we will talk about upcoming events, updates, and changes here to local. We'll explain your rights as a member. We'll bring interesting news stories to you. And hopefully, we're going to have a little fun with this. So stand by, and we'll be right back.
1: Alright folks, welcome to Post Tunnel Podcast, I'm Andrew Pratt, Tipton's here with us, we're going to uh, talk today, he's going to explain, uh, first things first, he's going to explain about wine garden rights, and then we're going to talk about some upcoming events here at uh, the local here in the next little bit. This podcast is going to be something we're going to try to do every couple of weeks, uh, or more if if we need to, if there's other things that are going on. Um, If you have uh, any suggestions, or comments, or something that you want covered on this, Email us. Tipton, what's the email that you're going
0: to use for this one? So It's news at com.
1: So posttunnelnews for the Post Tunnel Podcast. I guess we're too lazy to change it. Um, but anyway, this week he's going to explain about Weingarten rights. And this is just the first in, in many things that he's going to do on this. If you have a question about, like, say, the, the uh, definition of a grievance or what uh, an MOU is or what, uh, any I don't know, any any of the the processes or or whatnot that people don't understand. We're going to go over all of them eventually or try to, but if there's something that you want done sooner than later, drop us a message. That way we'll know this is what people want to hear about first. So without further ado, Tiffin's going to explain to everybody what wine garden rights are.
0: All right, so your wine garden rights are the right for you as the employee to have union representation during an investigatory meeting so and how this all came about was back in the late 70s there was a um, a lady who worked for a company like uh, food city or Kroger. it was called j weingarten inc and she worked in the deli and she ended up transferring stores at some point and the manager there did not like her so, she was taking food on her lunch, which is what she did at the other store, and he tried to get her for stealing. So, they brought in a corporate investigator, and then they brought in um, her to a meeting. So, we started, the manager started asking her some questions, and she said, hey, I want my union rep. He ignored her, kept asking her questions. She said, hey, I want my union rep. He ignored her and kept asking her questions. Well, at the end of the investigation, the corporate investigator found out that everybody else was doing it, it was no different, Uh, she didn't lose her job, she didn't get in trouble, no issue, no harm, no foul. She continued on. Well, her union found out about it, that she was interviewed, and they that her right wasn't abided by for her to have a union rep during the interview. So what they decided is that they would file an unfair labor practice against the employer, which was J. Y. and Garden, Inc. So then they, they took it to the National Labor Relations Board. The National Labor Relations Board ruled and said that J. Y. and Garden, Inc. did commit an unfair labor practice in not allowing the employee to have the union rep present at their request during an investigatory interview. So what they did was is the National Labor Relations Board fought in the court case. Uh, they took it to the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals ruled in J. Weingart, Inc's favor and said that the company did not commit an for labor practice. Well, then the National Labor Relations Board appealed that to the U.S. Supreme Court. Then and back in 1975, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that employees who are being investigated or giving evidence to a case that they may have union representation present during that time so the cool thing is is that what that does I know is everybody's like well it's, if I'm not in trouble then why do I need to have union rep well you're giving evidence to a case and you would be surprised at how many times you think you're not you're not gonna be in trouble for anything you say but what the union representation does is protects you from self-incrimination.
1: Management is going to try to make it sound like that, that you're not in trouble. And you may very well not be, but it, there's it's so easy for them to manipulate things because they they know the system better than you do. And that is where the union comes into play, uh, is because the union represent representatives know more about this stuff than, than most of the employees do. That way we know what avenues they're going to take and what we need to do to throw it back at them, so that that is the main reason why you. Any time that you're giving evidence, if they if they re, eh, advise that you can have a union rep, by all means, ask for one. And it's kind of like, would you go
0: into a police interview without an attorney? I mean, even if you even if you were, you could be a, you could be guilty by association. You could be. They could get you for lying. During the course of an investigation, I've...
1: we've had employees that have been accused of things—people that you would never expect to do anything like that. You know, whether it be stealing something, assaulting somebody, whatever you want to call. It. You can be accused of anything by anybody at any time. You never know when somebody's going to, you know, accuse you of stealing dentures or some crap, and then you're called into the office for it. It doesn't matter who you are, you could say, I don't, I don't make mistakes, I don't do this or that, but anybody can accuse you of anything at any point. And that's, that's something you've got to be mindful of. So another thing that it gives you good is that
0: when we come into these meetings, the, rep, the union reps, they take notes. And then they compare those notes to what the other party who's accusing you or the, you know, the uh, complainant or the patient or whatever... And we look for inconsistencies, we look for the facts and all that stuff. So that helps you in your favor. Um, it also allows us to be able to represent you if they continue on with trying to like, give you a corrective action or terminate you or whatever. Because then we can have access to the files, the case, all the documents that the employers received, um, You know, statements, emails, whatever as long as it pertains to the case. So it's a good avenue to have and it's a good avenue to use. It's free, it costs you nothing, uh, and then we're always available. So you all, why not
1: use it when it's there? So that is all for that segment. If you guys want to stand by for some announcements, we'll be right back with you.
0: This presentation is brought to you by Liberty Medical, helping you to manage your
1: diabetes and get the supplies and support you need so you can live a better life. Good morning. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Actually, about diabetes and how it's affected me in my life.
0: Hey, guys. Uh... I want to talk about some upcoming events and a couple of announcements. So the first thing is, what I want to say is, I hope everybody's reading the new post Tunnel Newsletter. That's a good way for us to communicate with everybody, especially with the management or the union. There's many things in there. You've got some news, you've got some upcoming events, you've got uh, new processes that we're doing, um, or just general information about the operational, local, itself. So, a couple of, uh, well, one new event that's coming up is in September. On September 19th and September 20th, uh, I'll be working with uh, AMR's recruiter, and we're going to be doing a shrimp bowl for everybody. Woo! Um, so, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, they tried it in another area, and it was a total sm- hit, so we're going to try it here. Um, we're also taking turns with the employer doing a, you know an event every, every month. I don't we don't have anything planned for October and the reason being is because uh, we've got, we'll have Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we don't have nothing, so far we have nothing planned for October but November and Christmas will be taken care of like usual. So, I don't, that's that's the biggest for the events. Um, Andrew's did, got a The other thing
1: he wants to, to tell you about is uh, the boot allowance. Um, there's a, a process that, and he's actually uh, authoring a checklist and, and it's got pictures and whatnot to show everybody where to go what you have to do what has to be submitted he, he'll give you a quick overview here real quick of, of what has to be done though
0: so the the, the instructions that's going to be coming out um, I'm just waiting for the, uh, the, corporate overlords. the corporate overlords to look at it uh, but after they after they are totally good with it it'll come out um, it'll be in a pdf I'll post it in the group and I'll also post it uh, in the amr group possibly gonna send out by email to everybody um, who's full-time who would use it but pretty much the the instructions go for is that uh, you log on to your Okta app um, and then you go to AMR concur systems and then it's pretty self-explanatory but the first thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna submit a report which is the big thing there's two things there that you that, that really pop out are the upload a receipt and submit a report you need to submit a report first, then you're going to w- walk through and fill in all the boxes, um, and then you're going to have to upload your receipt and then submit your report, and then that will be approved by corporate and local management. The thing is, though, is for us to be able to track that and for us to make sure that it gets approved, after you submit your report, you need to send an email to Ken um, and... So then he knows that you've submitted your report, you've uploaded your receipt, and then he can anticipate them calling him and asking him if it's legit. Um, and then he can ensure that it gets paid. And then if you have any issues, guess what? You can call us and we'll help with any of the issues that you're having. Um, I'm also going to be available to, if anybody has any issues with even figuring out the process, we will be there to help. So just let us know. And That's all we have for this episode. Uh, we're going to hopefully try to do these uh, at least once a week, a different topic each week, or a different thing each week. Um,
1: well, we can go every week. Let's every week. <laughs> Maybe okay. every week.
0: Maybe every other week. Maybe
1: um, Once again, though, if you guys have a subject that you want covered on here, and once again, we'll cover as much of it as, as legally possible, because everybody will have access to this podcast. It's not something we can just make private. So, But... Uh, it's the um, news at gmail.com. Or if you want to go to the Post Tunnel uh, Podcast Facebook page or the IAP Facebook page or send us a message, whatever you want to do. But if there's something that you've always wondered about or you're curious about or the language doesn't make any sense to you, just send us a message, and we'll, and we'll gladly cover it on here for you. That's right. We, will, we got you back,
0: and we'll answer your questions. So I hope you all have a good day. If you all are working, be safe. And we'll speak to you soon.
1: Come on now, we ain't got much time. And look up towards the heavens. Dear Lord, here I am again. Asking one more chance for a sinner. Please, Lord, bring back. I be banging, Lord have the power of Jesus, you have the might, you have the super light, to spare this worthless man. Rise up. Oh, i and start God. your life a new, Lord.